This is Jamie Dyer welcoming you to another edition of The Quocast. And I'm joined right now by Vem and Moss from the band Hercules. Um, hi, uh, I am so in awe because I've been a fan of you for 15 years or so. Normally, I, I have a first question. I'm going to ask it in a minute, but from a fan, how many people still talk to you about the License to Rock album? Um, good evening, by the way, uh, and thanks for the invitation. <laughs> um, quite a few people like that album, and um, I think it's, uh, well, at the time it was, uh, what should I say, uh, um, when I listen to the album now, it's uh, uh, it's so full of energy. It's so much energy in there. <laughs> but I guess it, the album went... Um, went straight home to the you know hardcore core fans if you like and uh yeah uh, i think that's uh, it the album uh, kind of uh broke some new land for us if you like but li listening back to it there's always uh there's always things you'd like to wish you'd done different uh you know when thinking about the mixes and stuff but uh, all in all it's uh it's it's quite quite a, a rocking album yeah full of energy the many people that i speak to about your band people do often bring that up to me obviously this is the quo cast how did you get into status quo how did you discover their music it was uh i think well i think i know i know it was i was 10 years old Back in 1980, and I had uh, there's always been music around. When I was a kid, my there was always uh, my mom played the accordion. All her, all my aunts and uncles there also played instruments. So the, there's always been around music. And there's always been music around. I had two two older cousins who were brothers, and um, we used to listen to. Um, they always bought new records back then and uh, one one day uh, I went over to, to their house and they told me we got something you have to you have to listen to and you and we know you're gonna love it <laughs> and uh, they first played the, uh, that was the 12 gold bars collection and they uh, put rocking all over the world on first and I immediately liked it and they said, but wait for this, <laughs> listen to this. And they played Down Down. It was, uh, it was a revelation. I, it almost was a religious experience. Uh, and I can still remember it to today, like it was yesterday. Uh, I couldn't believe that somebody could play so tough and powerful and sing so beautiful <laughs> if you like <laughs> and uh, that was the start of it really really i um i fell in love with them immediately and uh, that was the start of a lifelong relationship and it is uh, very clear from the music of hercules that you you're very inspired by status quo i mean was was that intentional to kind of target that area uh, kind of, uh, 
the, um, it's both a blessing and a curse, I guess, being compared to status quo always. Uh, but there's no, uh, <laughs> you know, the connection is is there, of course. When I write the song, when I write songs, I like to, I like people hearing our music get the same feeling that I got when I put on a new record from Status Quo when they were at their peak. My inspiration is not only Status Quo, but a lot of other bands from the 70s. Like, uh, you know, I think when I, when I talk to people, some people, um, they all have, they all hear different influences in our music, if you know. Yeah. One guy said, when I listened to one of our albums that it's 40 years of rock crammed into one album. I think that was a really, a really nice comment. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so you guys have been around for what? Uh, over 20 years, about 25 years or so. I think you, you recorded your first EP yeah. in around 2000. I want to say. Yeah, we did. Um, your last album was about five years ago. Where? Um, that yeah. was that was what it was called. Um, and yeah, on the radar, uh, actually. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, on the yeah. radar. Yeah. Where was the first track yeah. on the, on the album? Yeah. Um, mm, correct. <laughs> was yeah. It's one of mm. my favorites. That one. Um, very very motivating. I I think. And uh, uh, you released a couple of tracks last year. Is there an album incoming? It is sometime <laughs> i'm still writing uh songs for the new album i think we're about halfway there uh the two songs uh we released last year was uh i think we recorded four songs in the same session and we're probably going to re release another single from that session uh this fall and uh hopefully we'll get back in the studio after Christmas sometime, or February, March, and uh, do the next batch of songs. So um, hopefully sometime next year there will be a new album. I hope so, because um, certainly the vibe I got was very uplifting. And, you know, I find mm -hmm. that with your music anyway, but in the recent, the recent recordings that you've put out there, um, Bite Size Blues and Doing My Best – incredibly uplifting in their tone i mean do, oh thank you do these things happen by accident or was, was that intentional to kind of have that you know um almost energizing factor uh kind of both a good friend of mine jan lentjes from holland he writes he writes the lyrics and he sent me lyrics uh quite often uh, on and uh, on my request as well. And sometimes I send him uh, riffs and s melodies that I get and I and ask him if he can write a lyric to the melody. But uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure if, uh, I think doing my best, he had, uh, uh, he sent me a, uh, a full written lyric and I just uh, sat down and, um, and wrote a song to it quite, quite easily, quite quickly. And uh, with Bite Size Blues, I think he sent me the lyrics first on that one as well. The lyric has a certain 
kind of melancholy uh, uh, around it or about it. Melancholy feeling, if yeah. you know. Yeah, and uh, I think I I got the melody uh, and song for it, you know, uh, to get the song a certain certain the right vibe yeah. uh, to fit the 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 lyrics um, as best as possible. So uh, yeah, it both by accident and writing songs is always. It's always about the melody. I think it's uh, that's the most important thing. You can riff as much as you like, but it doesn't matter if you don't have a good melody for it. That's my main focus, I think, in songwriting. Well, that, that's something that that Quo have practiced over the years. Quo are being celebrated at the Mukvention. It's said to be the last one. Um, you guys are playing there. How did you get involved with it? Oh, we just got an invitation from um, Jay Fitzpatrick, I think, is his name, who is the organizer. Uh, a year ago, after, after, oh, I think it was after the um, uh, Bite Size Blues and Doing My Best was released. So uh, it really got some uh, attention, those two songs, and we, uh, we got invited. So uh, we really look forward to it. And then Glasgow, you know, in kind of... Uh, you know the history there <laughs> yes so uh, yeah so i uh, really really nice uh, and an honor to be uh, invited that's for sure what can people expect from your set i mean you you obviously have lots of originals do you do any quo tracks in your set as well uh no we don't at some shows we have done uh one or two songs but we don't we don't anymore because I I don't see the reason doing cover songs of Quo when there's several other bands doing uh, uh, you know cover bands that are doing status quo stuff. So we should uh, we should concentrate uh, on our own material and uh, hopefully that will go down well. <laughs> well, your your band is one that's known very well in in the community like i say i've known about you for 15 years i feel like it was the license to rock album i think you put uh rat race out as a free download and i would imagine like myself there are many people who discovered you through discovering that free track yeah yeah that's uh <laughs> that's true um rat race really grabbed some attention as well and uh got the attention to the true boogie people <laughs> it got some radio plays in norway as well talking about radio it's hard to get our our music on on the radio these days it's uh it's no room for uh 70s rock or uh, classic rock if you like it's uh, it's sad but true yeah i was i was going to ask you what is the reception to sort of boogie rock and classic rock in norway uh it's um uh, none of them none of the commercial radio stations uh do any airplay of uh you know rock bands like us uh there are some rock shows that have djs that are uh, you know uh fans of uh, of classic rock that sometimes um 
put forward some bands and some tracks. But uh, those shows are now uh, mostly closed, all of them. So, uh, yeah, it's not easy. Only smaller radio stations that... Uh, that's the, the the only way to get some broadcast, I think. Yes, I, I think that is the case in a lot of places now. Um, it is those smaller independent places that offer that support. So uh, I'll, I'll begin to wind this up a bit, but um, sometimes I, I ask people this question. Um, so if there was one Quo album that you'd kind of choose to play over all others, do, do you have one? Do you have sort of a favorite Quo album? Uh, probably Blue For You. Uh, tomorrow I'll, I'll maybe say On The Level, but... Uh... I think it has to be blue for you, because uh, uh, well, I don't know. It's just uh, it's something about that album, and I think it's um, they really peaked in so many ways on that album. So many great tracks. Of course, you have all the the other ones as well, but uh, I think blue for you really it has to be number one for me anyway. <laughs> well, a lot of people would agree with you. Hercules are playing at the McVention very soon. I'm going to leave all the details in the show notes and the description below. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Oh, thank you for the invitation. I'm really honored to be uh, be on your show. So thank you. Thank you.